What's going on, youth workers? Paul Turner here from the DiscipleProject.net and the host of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. How are you today? How are you doing? Tell me. Tell me. I hope you're doing well. I can't hear you, even if you said it, but feel free to say it out loud. It's it's perfectly fine to talk to your radio, I mean, or your, your you know, phone or car, wherever you're hearing this at, it's perfectly okay. Talk out loud. You talk to yourself anyway, probably, don't you? I know I do. And that's usually because I'm the only one who understands me. So, so I tend to talk to myself a lot, but, uh, so glad you could be here today. If you're brand new to the podcast, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for kicking the tires. Hope you'll uh, hang around, stick around through the whole podcast. And then, uh, if you enjoyed what you've heard, please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this, whatever platform, iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you might be. Christmas festivities are in full swing here in the Turner home. Brought the tree home yesterday. Lights are up, ready to go. And listen, if you're if you're that person that keeps your lights up, you know, a week or so past Christmas, hey, listen, it's perfectly fine. I don't I don't fault you. If you listen, six months from now, if your lights are still up. You may want to think about therapy, but, you know, once again, I'm not judging you. You do you. If you want to keep your lights up, go ahead. Keep your lights up. I'm fine with it. All right. Enough of that nonsense. Hey, listen, let's uh, talk about real quick. This uh, episode is brought to you by Squad Goals. Squad Goals is my new goal setting course, and it will help you deal with the multiple expectations, right? You have expectations, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with your pastor's expectations? How do you deal with your parents' expectations, your students' expectations, the church's expectations, your family's expectations, your expectations of yourself? There's a lot of expectations out there. And my premise is this, that proactively goal setting for all of those elements will put you in the position to be able to handle it, to strengthen your position as a youth leader in your church, because you're going to listen to an audio course, seven lessons, comes with forms, worksheets, uh, articles, little devotion, all that stuff there to get your mind on the fact that you're going to have to plan well, because you're going to be facing those expectations when you start your planning and when you start your programs and things like that, people are going to, you know, have their own expectations. Am I am I right? Am I lying, youth workers? I'm not lying. You know that you are facing some expectations, uh, even unspoken expectations. That's the thing. And that's what the goal setting course will do. That's what squad goals will do for you. It will help you plan in such a way to get so down, dig down deep into the what those expectations are of all those various groups. And then you can be able to plan accordingly versus, hey, I have this plan. I have this great idea and everybody's going to jump on board. That's not how that works. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you have figured that out by now. So if you want to be able to deal with your expectations all throughout the year next year, it is time to start goal setting and squad goals will help you do that. Link down in the description below. Grab it today. Seven lessons. It's not super long, uh, but I believe the depth of what you're going to go through on those lessons is going to be super helpful for you in dealing with those multiple spheres of expectations that every youth worker goes through from the top to the bottom, and uh, it'll equip you to be a better planner and thereby do a better job of dealing with those expectations. One more thing before we jump into today's episode, which is a very good episode, by the way, because we're talking about 
how to uh, value your students in an impactful way. And I'm going to give you some ways you can do that. But one thing I want to invite you to is I'm doing a live stream next Saturday, December the 11th, from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. And I'm going to be revealing uh, this year's uh, My Youth Ministry playbook uh, that's going to be up in the store as well. You'll be able to pre-order it, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, but I'm going to be working through that one hour and you're going to have me for an hour where you can ask live questions. And I'm going to be sharing what's in the playbook this year. And I'm just going to tell you right now, it is twice the size. If you have bought it in the past, it is twice the size. I, I went from 50 to 100 pages because I no longer ship out physical books. And you can put this book together for yourself, put it in a binder, and organize all the pages how you want to organize those pages. Uh, so, But the live stream's happening 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. next Saturday go over to the, my YouTube channel. I'll leave a, a link in the description and go and hit that reminder button. Just go over there and say, look, I need to be reminded of this. So go hit that reminder button and uh, do not miss this live stream. It is going to be your go-to resource for 2022. It is going to help you in so many ways. It's going to help you. Uh, you're going to learn how to uh, how to plan an event that works. You're going to talk, we're going to talk about student leadership. We're going to talk about how to reach more students. Uh, we're going to talk about keeping more students. We're going to be talking about message prep. Uh, what am I not going to talk about? I'm going to talk about everything that's going to apply to you in 2022 and how you can effectively do these things. And you'll get a look at, uh, at the playbook 2022. So be sure to get there for that. And, uh, I think you will enjoy it. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Uh, and I want you to think about that student that you keep calling and they used to be very active, but now they've been gone for a little while. And uh, you've been inviting them. You've, you've either messaged them, you've texted them, you've visited them, you called them uh, to invite them back. But every time you call them, they tell you they've been busy. And the reason I think that they're busy, and you may suspect this as well, that they're in another youth group that maybe values them, values them a little bit more than what you value them. And because teenagers pick up on that, they know when they're wanted or unwanted. They know when they're, they're just another person in a seat. Uh, they know, uh, you know, when they're underappreciated and, you know, once again, they go where, where the hype is, where, you know, all that herd mentality is. And that is why the youth worker needs to work harder to fight against the hype of something across town. And the way you do that is by valuing students even more. And yes, they, look, I understand they go to a, if they go to a bigger place, it's because they want the hype. But what if they're in a, they go to another youth group that is similar in size to you, uh, maybe even a little less. Uh, then they're saying, listen, maybe it's the fact that the youth leader that they've come to meet there is maybe valuing their students a little bit more. And I think that's something that youth workers have to think about is how they value the students they have. It's not just, you know, every kid has times and seasons. When it's time to say goodbye to a kid, it's time to say goodbye to them. But I think youth groups lose uh, many kids simply because the youth leader is not valuing who they are and not valuing what they bring to the table. And today I'm going to share with you five impactful ways to value your students. Now, that little story I told here about students going off to another, it may not be your story. It, it may not be the position you're in, but it could be. And that's why you want to think about how to value the students you have. So let me give you the five ways. Number one, 
listen to them. Your students have opinions and ideas about youth group. They may not always be right, but their opinions are always worth listening to. Listening gives you insight into a problem you did not know exists or gives you an idea to improve what you're already doing. Listening is not weakness. Listening is not a judgment on your leadership. Listening communicates value to a student who cared enough to bring their ideas or even their complaints to you. And it shows that they care and that you can care back by actively listening and thanking them for sharing this with you. The second way that you can value a student is to empower them. Instead of looking for praise for all the hard work you do, share that power, and I put that in quotation marks, share that power and responsibility with your students. You know, I think of the parable of the vineyard where it says, he went out again about noon and at about three in the afternoon and did the same thing. About five in the afternoon, he went out and found still others standing around. He asked them, why have you been standing here all day long doing nothing? Because no one has hired us, they say. And he said to them, you also go work in my vineyard. There are students in your youth ministry who are just standing around in your ministry. And if you stand around too long, someone else will empower them to do the work. You need to give them roles, responsibilities, and leadership, and then you will keep your students longer and build deeper relationships with them. The third way that you can value your students is to reward them. Jesus said in regards to the disciples going out and staying at people's homes, for the laborer is worthy of his hire. In other words, if you're doing the work, you should be properly compensated. And I'm not saying you should pay students. I am saying you should reward and recognize their efforts. In one youth group I served, I had an awards dinner where I recognized students' efforts with a handmade trophy. And other times I would pay for kids' camps or take them on special trips with me to a conference or just take them out to eat. I never regretted rewarding the behavior I wanted them to repeat. The fourth way that you can show students that you value them is to join them. Now, what do I mean by join them? Whenever I found out about a kid's hobby, I would ask them about it. I would, I would want them to explain it to me or show how to do it. If students were in there playing a video game, I was interested in how to play. So I would say, hey, listen, how do you play this thing? Give me, give me an idea. You know, let me show me how to do this thing. Why? Because if they are that passionate about it, I want to share in it with them to a degree. I wanted them to know I was interested in what they were interested in, even if nobody else was. Asking to join a student in their hobby or skill is an opportunity to learn and build relationships. Listen, you're always asking students to come to this and come to that. So why not ask them if you could come to their debate meeting or their sporting event or join in on one of their hobbies? The fifth and final way that you can show value to your students is to equip or teach them. Youth ministry should not be a place where students come to sit and listen, but to come and learn. I want students to say 10 years from now, I learned that at youth group. I wanted students to learn how to run the soundboard, make graphics, speak in public, how to run a meeting, all those things. In teaching and equipping, I was hoping to spark something in them that might be a lifelong love or even a career. 
The teenage years are a time of tasting, and I wanted to offer a buffet of opportunities for them to try. I wanted to honor their curiosity. The fact is, people go where they're celebrated, not where they're tolerated. And if you do not value your students, somebody else will. That is it for today, Youth Workers. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. If you liked what you heard, go on over there to iTunes or maybe wherever you're listening to this and leave a review, leave some stars. I would appreciate it very much. Don't forget about the live stream next Saturday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., talking about my youth ministry playbook, the playbook that's going to help you crush it as a youth worker in 2022. So be sure to go over there and hit that reminder button. And uh, guys, if nobody has told you lately that you're doing a good job, you're doing a good job. You're doing the very best you can. I know you are. I know you're praying. I know that you're struggling. Some of you, I know some of you are just every day's tears. And I've been in those days and I desperately needed to hear somebody tell me you're doing a good job. So let me tell you something. You're doing a good job and you're only going to get better. I'll catch you guys in the next episode.